There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is brought to you by Green and Black's Velvet Edition, a delicious range of sumptuously smooth dark chocolate. You're listening to the Irish Times Women's Podcast. I'm Roisin Ingle. This weekend, from the 3rd to the 6th of May, the all-women's long boat team from St. Michael's Rowing Club in Dunleary will be competing in the Celtic Challenge race from the coast of Ireland to the coast of Wales. The race takes place every two years, covering the 155-kilometre distance from Arklow to Aberystwyth, and the all-women's team will be hoping to retain their title from 2017, when the race was last held. And here to tell me about all things nautical and to explain what in the world possessed them to sign up for the gruelling 26-hour Celtic Challenge are Liz O'Toole, Martina Doyle, Simone Sav and Liz Doyle from the St. Michael's All Women's Crew. You're all very welcome to the Women's Podcast. Well, I'm delighted you've all come in and I'm dying to hear all about this incredible race. In some ways, I think you're all mad. I don't know what you're doing getting into the water, but I'm also very admiring of you too. So, Liz Doyle, Tell us about this race for people who don't have a clue about it. Okay, so the Celtic Challenge is um, a biennial uh, rowing race across the Irish Sea. It starts off um, in Arklow and we row to Aberystwyth in Wales. Um, It's been going on a long time. It originated in 1989 and it's grown and grown over the years. Um, Our St. Michael's Rowing Club in Dunleary have been taking part for many years. But two years ago, we put out our first women's longboat team uh, to the Challenge and... um, we actually uh, completed the challenge under fierce conditions. You not only completed it, you won. Yes, you we won. To, you yes, can't hide we won. that fact. Yeah, we, there was 13 boats actually took part in the race and um, nine boats retired because of the conditions. It was very, very, very bad conditions. But we, uh, the tenacity and the uh, unbelievable women that I rode with, um, we completed and it was a huge achievement. Oh, it's it's brilliant because it's the world's longest true rowing race. And, and this is the idea that you're all... There's a, team of 12 or a crew of 12 and you kind of swap places and you use a little inflatable boat to get off and, and swap around your rowers and it's very tactical in that it way. Is, it is. So you have a team of 12 and they're the rules and those 12 have to work it out amongst themselves. We do it with unbelievable support crews who we couldn't do without. So um, uh, we have a, a, a rib and then a support boat who actually are taking part with us through the whole training process as well. So they do all the um, changeover and safety training with us. And then the t- crew of 12 um, they do relays so basically you're an hour on an hour off and then you cox each other so how you get to the other side is up to you it's your own business and when you get 12 women together my god you can certainly (laughs) see some tactics Um, and that's how we managed to finish it it was fabulous but that was the thing I mean because of all those boats retiring and the weather being so bad how come you guys managed to hang on it was and just not only hang on, but yeah. Win. When we got together, we we went in to win it. We decided nothing was going to stop us. When we started off in our club, the weather was fine. As we progressed and we rode through the night in the dark and the waves, um, it was unbelievable. The team spirit came out. Women are unbelievable. The tenacity of those women, the support. Everybody just come on, girls. We're not going to give up. We're not going to give up. 
Um, people got seasick. People, uh, you know, but we all supported each other. We made each other cups of tea. And um, at the last, we, we took us 26 hours to actually get to the other side. But by God, when we got into the other side, it was well worth every minute of it. Well, God, you do make it sound quite attractive. Oh. I still don't know if I'd be the person <laughs> to be on your boat. I might be hindering you more than anything else. But uh, Simon, you're from Romania originally and you're kind of relatively new to all this, all this business. How did you get involved? Well, I live in Dunleary and um, I, I love walking down the piers. So I just happened to see the St. Michael's out in action and training every night. <laughs> and I was absolutely fascinated by, first of all, the look of those wooden skiffs um, because my grandfather was a carpenter. So I've always liked this idea of making something out of wood that's also seaworthy. So I, I just uh, emailed them and they were really nice and quick in responding and they invited me over for an open day and well the rest is history <laughs> <laughs> and now you're going to be on this boat and this is your first time doing anything like this I'd imagine because it's quite a unique race yes so it is the first time that I'm taking part in the challenge I have done a few long what we call long races but that's about 28 kilometres so it doesn't well no. it doesn't really compare because the race is actually 155 <laughs> so it's like that's when you're right. doing a marathon you kind of do a, a good bit of it but you don't do all of it like. yeah that's right so it is my first time and I'm absolutely delighted to be part of a crew. I thought you were going to say terrified. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm, just, I'm projecting on you, Simon, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I am delighted. Um, and also because I, I do love the atmosphere that's been created uh, over these five months of training off and on the water. Um, and as a personal um, journey for me, it's uh, now in the boat, I have a, a particular position which is the stroke position which the means that position? it's called the stroke so okay. it's the first person in the boat that kind of sets the rhythm of ah, the rowing for everybody else so everybody has to follow my rhythm and um, which in a way it means that I get to lead the team in that way and it's a fantastic bonding time where literally there's no differences between where we are and where we come from it's just you follow me and I make sure that I am responsible towards the rest of my crew um, just to keep it steady and even and going. And Brilliant. Just, How yeah. long had you been in Ireland uh, before you got joined in with all this malarkey? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I came here uh, four and a half years ago. So I joined the club two and a half years ago. So, so has, two it, years. has it helped you kind of feel like integrated more in Irish society? Oh, absolutely. Then? Like I think being part of the St. Michael's Club is, well, it started out as um, just a fascinating uh, part of rowing, but also making friends and in a way, um, c contributing to that feeling of belonging, like a sort of developing an infrastructure of belonging and becoming integrated and uh, just the blurring of any differences, of any lines. And I am also happy to be part of the, the St. Michael's Club Committee, which means that I get to give back, which is a fantastic thing so for me. It actually makes me very happy. fundraising and yes, social media and all sorts of things. That would be my role, yes. She sounds like a very valuable member. <laughs> oh, so you, you did well, you did, you did well getting back to her. Yeah. Green and Black's Velvet Edition range brings a variety of signature flavours, introducing a smoother, velvety taste with a premium chocolate experience, and all with our Green and Black's promise of the finest ingredients and ethically sourced cocoa. So, Martina, uh, tell us about your work, because you work a lot with younger people as well in, in uh, rowing. I'm a secondary school teacher, so I work with younger people through that. Yeah. And uh, this has been a really good experience because um, I just joined rowing last year. 
So for me, trying out. Now, what what possessed you? I'm I was the same actually. I was walking the pier and seeing them um, out rowing, but I would be like, especially at that time, I was quite anxious about trying new things and stuff. So for rowing, for me, it was amazing because when you sign up, you get put on a timetable each week with three other people. So I would get anxious before I would go down, but I would never not show up because it would mean the other three people three people couldn't <laughs> row. So it was amazing because once I got down there, I was fine and would really enjoy it. So it's, I was just reflecting on the way in. It's become such a different experience for me now. Now I want to go down early and catch up with people before we go out rowing and mm. have the crack and stuff. So it's been brilliant school-wise because I told the kids straight off what I was trying out for and that I, you know, I wasn't sure if I would make the team or anything. And they were saying to me, but you'll be so disappointed. And I was trying to really use it as an opportunity about perspective for them and saying, yeah, you're right, I'll be disappointed. But... The opportunity it's given me, I've made so many new friends in the club through this training. Mm. So I was trying to really use it, you know, as and an opportunity. children uh, did a bake sale to raise money of the kids Aww. in the school. Yeah, yeah, and business planning and everything for her to make the most amount of money. Yeah. 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 And, but you'd never done rowing before, is that right? Yeah, no, I hadn't done it before, but I loved it last year. They, yeah, but the thing is, I find that, like, I sort of think, look at rowing, and I think, unless you've been since you were a teenager, because I know people in my family who've been doing it for a long time, and, you know, sailing and rowing and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, it's like, for me, if you don't get into it really early, like, what age are you? You're you're, you're younger than me, but yeah, you're, you're, you're still a young woman. But you kind of came to it in, in your 30s. Yeah. So... It's possible to do that. Like it's oh, absolutely. Not when you go down to the club, it's facilitated so well, like on so many levels. The encouragement and the welcome you get, first of all, is just amazing. Yeah. And then after that, it's really facilitated to develop like people's confidence on the water, their confidence in themselves, the sense of team. Every night you go out, there's such fun in it as well. Yeah. So it just develops over the summer. It's, it's amazing. Anybody, any stage of life can start. Absolutely. Because you've got quite an age spread then, mm-hmm. have you, on the team? What's the youngest? And I think she's 18. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, we have 18 right up to 40s. Yeah, so it's all inclusive, all ages. It's just the most unbelievable race to be able to take part in, I have to say. Brilliant. Well, uh, Liz O'Toole then. So you were also one of the winning team in yeah. 2017. Yeah. What's your memory of that experience and what are you kind of <laughs> looking forward to and what are you dreading based my, on that? My memory is seasickness. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Okay. So I got sick the second I stepped on the support boat in Arklo and I kind of had to deal with the sickness the whole way through. And the girls and were amazing. And did you anticipate that? Had you been someone who was getting sick? Um, I would have got that. I suppose no, we didn't kind of train as much as we do this time on the, with the support boat. Um, we yeah. kind of only did sort of I think one big um, support boat training session. So we kind of didn't really try it out and I was fine then it was just on the actual challenge I got so sick and like the girls were brilliant everybody rallied around me and, and made sure I was still alive <laughs> and kind of tried to give me you know food worse. and drink yeah, I mean I only yeah. know from going on the ferry and stuff yeah. but it's, that's and like I bad. was kind of getting sick as the rib was coming in to get me and you know but everybody if I couldn't row the other girls would kind of someone step in like that's the thing you know you, you just have to keep going so the whole crew just kind of kept going and if I couldn't do it then then somebody else would 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 take my spot you know and that's um, the tactic so somebody's sick you lose that person for a while and everybody else has to row or cox for that person so you could do extra rows and extra coxing but it's all just adds to the team spirit and what about though coming to the end of it do you remember that feeling 
I mean, obviously you were delighted to yeah, reach dry well, land. Yeah, <laughs> well, I didn't actually row the last part no. because um, I just had nothing left in me. But um, I remember feeling so sad for the girls because oh, they had, it was really tough conditions at the last bit. The winds kind of picked up and um, they had a long row. They were stuck in the boat for... Three and a half hours. <laughs> so we could see the horizon in Aberystwyth, but we just couldn't get there. And we were 25, 20, near, nearly to, at the end of the line. And you could see the horizon. We said, keep going, girls, keep going. One stroke at a time, one stroke at a time. And I think we, we, were, it, we were oh. averaging, what was the, the, the hour? Yeah, at one point, you know, you're aver- you need to average 12 to 13 kilometres an hour. Really. And you're, yeah. you're keeping an eye on that all oh, the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. you have GPS yeah. and you have lo- lots of other methods of, you know, recording what you're yeah. doing. And at one point in the middle of the night, in the dark and the really rough seas, we were rowing so hard and somebody said, you've only rowed a kilometre in an hour. <laughs> And, all right, and, and and you see, that's when your cox comes into play and says, you'll be grand, keep going, girls, keep you going. Be, you have to stay yeah. positive. Now, there's a couple of things. I don't know if people listening will be thinking this, but I'm thinking of a couple of things. First thing is, are you, what are you having to eat? Because you need to eat and keep your strength up. Um, I think we're planning this time just to bring... I think everybody brought their own food the last time and there was just so much food and nobody kind of ate <laughs> all of it. Much, so we're yeah. kind of planning on bringing sort of plain sandwiches and soups and sort right. of stuff like that, kind of protein bars and things and like that. And what about going to the bathroom? Uh, well, we have a toilet on the support boat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have to hold it when you're rowing. Yeah. Right. And, and you have to go into the race very, very hydrated. <laughs> so these are important yeah. questions. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be Simone's really hydrated. No, you do. <laughs> um, hydration is a huge thing because yeah. when you're rowing, you get very hydrated. And it's a race. So, you you know, you take rolling water breaks if you need to. So you keep rowing, even at the, you know, the whole time. Yeah. And if you need a drink, you count yourself out to take your little drink and then you count yourself back in. Okay. Simone, have you any more facts and uh, things about this race or anything you've found out coming from Romania and never heard of it before, I presume? Is there anything else you found out about it that is interesting? Well, I think it's an amazing thing that this race is done uh, in aid of various charities. And it's a fantastic opportunity, as a, as a, we all say, to, to form as a team, but also to support um, a, a really good, worthy cause. So this year, our um, the, the charity of our choice is the RNLI, and we're really happy to be able to support them because they're doing such a fantastic job. So we want to be able to follow it. Tell us the dates and exactly when this is happening. Okay, so it's all weather dependent um, and it's uh, anything from the 3rd of May um, right up to Monday. Friday the 3rd 3rd of May is the the due date for it to start. But depending on the weather, it could start on the Saturday. So it's over that bank holiday weekend. But we're hoping it's Friday. Great. And what about if we want to follow it online and that kind of thing? So all the information about fundraising, the app for following it online is available on uh, www.dunleerirowing.com and that's spelled D-U-N-L-A-O-G-H-A-I-R-E. Because people spell Dunleary a few different ways. So yeah, you're spelling the old-fashioned way. That's the way I would be spelling it. <laughs> and then just in terms of the support boat and sponsorship that you get, what about the support boat? Um, I was lucky. Um, I work for Morton's Coaches and they actually... Um, my boss Paul had done the challenge before with someone Had a he had been the support crew so um, we kind of roped him in and he's been giving up his time and allowing me to have lots of time off as well um, and he's been training with us and everything so he's going to be our support OK well fair play well. to Morton's coaches as yeah. well for that and listen for anyone listening who thinks that might be something that you know rowing might be for them because I do think sometimes um, well there's, there's a huge community of you guys but for maybe it's seen sometimes more as a men's thing rowing you know I mean I don't know if that's just me but would you say that that's a perception 
Oh yeah, there's an awful lot of men and I must mention again we have another crew taking part in the Celtic Challenge um, a mixed crew of both men Brilliant. and women from yeah. St Michael's and they're rowing in our, our skiff which is um, you know the traditional wooden skiff um, and they're doing it alongside us so we must mention them because they're absolutely fabulous as well right. um, and our club is men and women and I think nowadays more women are joining the sport because it's so accessible um, I know myself that um, I don't do yoga I don't do any of those things it's good for the mind body and soul on the water you get in that boat you can think of nothing else for that day all your stresses from work and children just go and you just get in the boat and you pull that stroke and it's the best feeling in the world so yes it's open to everybody Fantastic well I'm going to be downloading that app but I'm going to be keeping an eye out for you it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you and I wish you all the best I have a feeling you're going to win again Oh, well, hopefully want to it win. can be better <laughs> We're in it to win it Hopefully it'll be better weather and uh, you know you'll get more of a challenge as well because you'd like to beat another we, team rather than ju- them just all being absolutely well we yeah. would and we'd like to beat our time and we just hope the weather gods are with us this time I yeah. just want to add if possible just thanking in terms of thanking our, our um, support boats and uh, the ribs and also our sponsors um, New Talk, News Talk and Jones Engineering um, and just promising that we're going to do our best <laughs> <laughs> to make sure we win again and Great. yeah that's brilliant. Well, I, I have every confidence in you, every faith, and we'll follow the app and all our listeners will as well. And we'll we'll report back on, on the women's podcast about how you got on. Hopefully you'll be coming back in with, do you get a trophy? Did you get oh, a trophy you get a big time? trophy and get brilliant. medals. You you bring it in yeah, and we yeah, can tell us all yeah. about it. That'll be fantastic. It's been great talking to you. Liz Doyle, Simone Sav, Martina Doyle and Liz O'Toole. The best of luck. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you very much. And that's it for today. Thanks to Liz O'Toole, Martina Doyle, Simone Sav and Liz Doyle from the St. Michael's All Women's Longboat Crew and good luck to them this weekend. Remember, you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and you can always find us on irishtimes.com. If you want to get in touch, we're on Twitter and Facebook at IT Women's Podcast or you can email us at thewomenspodcast at irishtimes.com. And if you like what we do, then please head along to iTunes and give us a review and tell all your friends about it. It really helps. The podcast is produced by myself, Roisin Ingle, and by Jennifer Ryan with JJ Vernon on sound. Until next time, thanks for listening. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.